Thanks for listening to The Red Treehouse, where I tell scary stories to keep you up at night. You can listen to The Red Treehouse on your favorite streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe. Oh, and leave a five-star review. You can follow The Red Treehouse on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and X at Red Treehouse Pod. And if you have a scary story or topic you'd like me to feature on an upcoming episode, email redtreehousepod at gmail.com. Content warning. This episode includes discussions about child death and suicide. Listener discretion is advised. Sources for this episode can be found in the show notes. We'll start this episode with a couple of did you knows. First, did you know there are thousands of haunted homes throughout the United States? And I don't mean haunted attractions. I mean genuinely haunted houses. Second, did you know there are zero states where a realtor or seller is legally obligated to disclose that a house is haunted? The list of the most haunted houses in the United States reads like a who's who. The Whaley House in California. The House of Death in New York City. The Winchester Mystery House in California. The Velisca Axe Murder House in Iowa and the Lizzie Borden House in Massachusetts. All of these may be more well-known, but none of these have anything next to the Haunted Hill House in Mineral Wells, Texas, and the Willow's Weep House in Cayuga, Indiana. The Haunted Hill House is reputed to have incredibly high levels of paranormal activity and is considered near or at the top of the list for most haunted in the entire United States. One article states, quote, experts have called it the most haunted house in the paranormal world, end quote. Reports of ghosts, entities, and poltergeists have wreaked havoc on guests who reported, quote, scratches, bite marks, burn marks, and things carved in people's faces. End quote. With a history that dates to the post-Reconstruction era following the Civil War, the haunted Hill House has seen its share of death, and reported paranormal activity includes disembodied voices, hissing, electronic voice phenomenon, shadow people, and poltergeist activity. Another house, though, also claims to be the, quote, most evil house in America, end quote. This house is Willow's Weep in Cayuga, Indiana. Because of an interesting building design, the claim may actually be credible. Because the Willow's Weep house is shaped like an upside-down cross. The history of the modest 1,400-square-foot home includes tragic accidents, death by suicide, and possible murder. 
in reported paranormal activity includes disembodied voices, shadow figures, and poltergeist activity. This episode of The Red Treehouse is a listener request, and we're going to explore the origins and paranormal activity of both the Haunted Hill House and Willow's Weep. What ghosts reside there? And would you spend a night in either of these houses alone? I'll share the details. You decide for yourself. I'm your host, Will. Welcome to the Red Tree House. The small city of Mineral Wells is located about an hour west of Fort Worth, Texas, and has a population of just short of 15,000 people. At least on the surface, it sounds like so many other small cities scattered throughout the United States. But Mineral Wells has been described as an oasis. In fact, the tagline for the city is, quote, where America drinks its way to health, end quote. And its mineral-rich water is reported to have healing powers. But within this beautiful small city sits the Haunted Hill House, a world-renowned haunted site that can push even the most experienced paranormal investigators to their limits. Built during the Civil War era, The Haunted Hill House is a nearly 4,000-square-foot Victorian mansion and was once a brothel connected to the now-abandoned Baker Hotel, which sits less than 150 feet away. In the nearly 150 years since its opening, the Haunted Hill House has been the site of illegal bootlegging, gambling, prostitution, murder, unfortunate accidents, and even the occult. For some time, the home was also used as a hospital and experienced many deaths. One of its current owners, Catherine Estes, reported, quote, I won't sleep in this house. I have in the past, and that's when I was attacked, end quote. When asked who or what attacked her, Estes elaborated, quote, They're not spirits. They're entities. They're bad things. End quote. According to former guests and paranormal investigators, the house is haunted by at least nine spirits, though there are at least two prominent ghosts said to haunt the home, Joshua and Jacob. One article stated, quote, One of the main ghosts that haunt the house His name is Joshua. He was a little boy. He stays there. 
he died at six. End quote. It is reported that Joshua was born to one of the women in the brothel and died as a young child. Of the spirits in the home, Joshua is one of the most active, often interacting with guests and investigators alike, and being captured on EVPs, including one that clearly says, shut up. The other prominent ghost is Jacob Henry Kyle, who died at only eight years old. It was reported that Jacob died at the home, and in fact, a hollowed out log with a cross carved into the wood can be found on the grounds of the house. The significance? It's located where Jacob's body was found hanging from a tree. What makes the haunted hill house so scary? Well, guests and investigators alike have reported a high level of paranormal activity. Some have reported feeling sick upon entering the house. Others have captured EVPs, taken photographs with strange shadows, orbs, and anomalies. And still others have reported poltergeist activity, including doors slamming, windows shutting, doors locking and unlocking, objects moving by an unseen hand, and in perhaps the scariest type of activity, individuals have reported being scratched, bitten, and slapped. In Jacob's old bedroom, guests and investigators have reported hearing voices and seeing furniture move untouched. According to one article, quote, there's a video that everyone is wanting to share on all the ghost shows. People are even sharing it illegally, where a girl gets yanked off the bed. She was in here provoking, saying, I'm a woman. What are you going to do to me? And then she gets pulled hard. A guy comes in an hour later and says, Oh, you want to mess with women and it pushed him into two girls. Then it slammed the door." End quote. The owners of the home, Eddie and Catherine, also recognize an entity they call Toby. According to one article, a visitor to the home took a picture, and in the background of the photo was a shadow figure, which Eddie and Catherine believe to be photographic evidence of Toby. Others have reported hearing Toby speak to them and are convinced Toby is a demon. Toby's voice is described as, quote, growling and very quick, end quote. Poltergeist activity has occurred in nearly every room of the house, with reports of guests being pulled off the bed, an incident which was captured on video. In another scary incident, a guest was scratched so badly by an unseen hand that blood soaked through her shirt. If Mineral Wells, Texas is a small city, then Cayuga, Indiana is a tiny town. According to data from 2021, the population of Cayuga, Indiana was less than 1,000 people all packed within one square mile. Within the town limits, 
sits a small house in the shape of an upside-down cross, the Willow's Weep House. What's interesting is that within Christianity, the upside-down or inverted cross is associated with the martyrdom of Peter the Apostle, who tradition says was crucified upside-down as he did not consider himself worthy to die in the same manner as Jesus Christ. But the inverted cross has another, much darker meaning, and in the last century or so, has come to be associated with the occult. The symbol has appeared in pop culture, from heavy metal album covers to various horror movies, all demonstrating an allegiance to Satan or representative of the demonic. The Willow's Weep House has seen its share of death and unfortunate circumstances. The previous owner, Brenda Johnson, purchased the home intending to renovate and update the house. But she quickly discovered how scary and violent the spirits inside the house could be. Johnson reported feeling depressed and anxious whenever she was in the home. And one article stated, quote, Brenda said since she bought the house and has been putting work on it, she has heard all kinds of banging noises and even had unexplained scratch marks on her. End quote. It was reported during renovation of the ceiling that several boards flew off by themselves, striking both Johnson and her son. After experiencing ongoing and increasingly violent attacks while in the home, Johnson stopped all renovations and in 2019 sold the home to its current owner. The inverted cross is not the only architectural anomaly of the Willow's Weep home. The attic is inaccessible from inside the house and can only be entered by using a ladder from outside. The home itself is a modest 1,427 square foot home with a weeping willow in the yard. But the inside of the home is dark and foreboding with dark wood paneling from floor to ceiling in nearly every room. The current owner, Dave Spinks, has opened the home up to paranormal investigators and is convinced the home has been haunted for generations, stating, quote, a man emailed me and said his grandmother used to live in the house back in the 50s, and she experienced paranormal phenomena back then. Dishes she would set on the table the night before when she got up the next morning, they would be all over the floor, just like a tornado went through there. And she would often witness a rocking chair in the house, rocking on its own over the years. There is more than one ghost in this house." End quote. Not everyone is a believer, though. Skeptics believe the hauntings are sensationalized for media attention and that paranormal investigators are simply lying about the ghostly activities claimed to have taken place in the house. In fact, the owners who lived in the home before Brenda Johnson are adamant that the tales of demons, shadow figures, and poltergeists are nothing more than the figment of someone's imagination. Back in 2001, 
Cheryl Skinner lived in the home. And while there, she suffered a heart attack. Then, just a few years later, Kurt Skinner died by suicide in the home. However, Cheryl Skinner's children, Adam Baird and Haley Navarre, insist the home is not haunted and have expressed their desire for paranormal investigators to stop using their mother and stepfather's tragedies as part of the haunting narrative, stating, quote, We have children, and we don't want our children growing up seeing this house as portraying their grandmother this way of being haunted, end quote. As we close this episode of The Red Tree House, I'll admit that I've always believed a house can be haunted. After all, I currently live in a haunted house. But I'll also admit I hold on to a certain skepticism, knowing full well some supposed hauntings can be easily explained away as creaky pipes and floorboards, or overzealous and sometimes dishonest paranormal investigators. I'm not sure what I think about the Haunted Hill House in Texas or the Willow's Weep House in Indiana. It is possible they're haunted, but no matter, I suspect spending a night in either of these houses would be fun and terrifying. What about you? What ghosts, if any, reside there? And would you spend a night in either of these houses alone? I've shared the details. Now you decide for yourself. I'm your host, Will. Thanks for joining me in the Red Tree House.